Father, we thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for the first episode of the Seedlings of Wisdom podcast. Thank you for the purpose you have placed upon our hearts. That we are raised as sheep among wolves. We ask, O God, that this purpose will come to pass. That your word will truly bear fruit in our lives. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want to welcome you to the first episode of the Seedlings of Wisdom podcast. A podcast whose sole purpose is to help raise us as sheep among wolves. The scripture teaches us of the state of the world that we live in today. It says darkness covers the earth. Gross darkness covers the people. And then it becomes a necessity that God deploys a strategy that allows us to navigate the wickedness of the times. And one of those strategies is raising us as sheep among wolves. It's not going to take us out from the midst of the wolves, but will raise us as sheep having systems and empowerment that allows us to navigate the wickedness of the days. I pray that as you listen, God We'll make this your testimony in the name of Jesus. The first episode is titled In the Beginning. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. This will be our anchor scripture for this episode as we strive to understand the wisdom that God wants us to deploy in our lives for the next couple of weeks. In fact, for the rest of our lives. God, according to scripture, says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. So we know that God wasn't always in heaven. Because in the beginning of the creation of God, he then created two places, one, two places, one earth and the other heaven. Earth God gave to men. Heaven became the administrative headquarters that God uses to help men. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 15 teaches us about how God is touched with our feelings of our infirmities. This is just to explain to us that God came into the notion to start to create man. And then God first started with the earth. Right? And then when God was thinking about creating of man, he didn't think he was going to create man and then leave man to explore and do whatever he wants to do. He also talked about an administrative headquarters, a place where myself and yourself can easily reach him. So he is a God that is conscious of our daily infirmities, our daily afflictions, our daily realities. That was why heaven was created in the first place because God, as we know it, was not always in heaven. But when God decided to go on the adventure to create man, God then said, I will create man and allow him to administer earth 
while I will be in heaven so that he can access me. Every man ought to understand that God is not ambiguous, unreachable, selectively available. God is our Father. He is conscious that we are on earth. He is conscious because of He made the heavens. The Father just got the news that his daughter got an admission in the university. But then the admission came in a different country. And so the father decides to move the whole family to a different country so that the proximity, so that the distance between the school of the daughter and the family house will be closer. This is what God has done. God made himself available by bringing himself to the heavens when he created the earth. Just to remind you that God is accessible. He is consciously waiting on you to call upon his holy name. He stands at the door and is knocking. If any man hears my voice, let him open the door and let me in. This is the God that we serve. Revelation chapter 4 verse 1 narrates an experience of John, John the Beloved. He explained to us how God told him, he says, come up hither. Because there is truly a very short distance between the earth and the heaven. But it's only available to men and women that are hungry. Men and women that are conscious. There is no latency. There is no delay between yourself on this earth and reaching the God, the Father in the heavens. He's made himself so available, so reachable, so accessible. That was why heaven was created when earth was created. God is our Father. When you think of God as a being that is so great that you cannot even come here, you miss, you misinterpret the purpose of why the heavens were created. God is our Father. And He wants His children to see Him as such. He is in the heavens. Just call upon His name and He will answer. This is Genesis 1 verse 1 just to, under, just to bring to you an understanding of why the heavens and the earth were both created around the same time. To explain to you that God is always available. God is consciously knocking on the door of your heart. He's telling you, I am so close by. I am knocking. Please open the door and let me in. God is knocking at the door of your heart today. As we venture into the beginning of our lives, into the beginning of different parts of our destinies, there is a consciousness I want you to bring into your memory, which is God is close by, very close by, closer than you think, closer than you think. The administrative headquarters of God is so close by, it just takes a knee to reach to that to that place where he dwells, the heavens, the administrative headquarters of God. Genesis chapter 1 verse 2 starts to describe to us the state of the earth. God created the heavens and the earth. 
God decided not to express or explain to us the nitty-gritties of what happened in the heavens. But on the earth, we know according to scripture that the earth was void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. When I read verse 2 the first time in my life that I came to understanding, I was confused. Was it not God that created the earth? Why would the earth be full of void and darkness? This is the God of all creation. This is the God that creates, the one that makes and then unmakes. The one that creates and then destroys. This is the God of the whole universe. He created the earth and then the earth was void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. I asked myself, why did God allow this account to be added? Why did God put this vulnerability? Why did God also include the part that the creation of the earth was not perfect at the beginning? Everything the scripture says that was written was written for our learning. Romans chapter 15 verse 4, everything, everything in scripture, everything you come across was written for our learning. So what is God teaching us with this verse 2? What is God saying to us? If the God that created us, the one in whose likeness we are created, had this kind of beginning when he created the earth. I think as humans, as offspring of this God, I think we need to come into the consciousness of exactly what we should expect at the beginning of everything we start in our lives. For every man that will move from point zero to one, from not existing to now existing, from a never seen dimension to a new mantle that God will make available, that man has to come to the consciousness of the realities that perform men in the beginning. They asked, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Yes, something good can come out of Nazareth. It can go from zero to one. There is a possibility, but then the beginning of that man that would enter that possibility will be difficult. A man that will go from point zero to one. A man that will bring to existence what never existed as men as parents as partners in business or relationship we need to understand that there is something unique in us that we're about to birth and every time we arrive at the destination of beginnings we need to ask ourselves this question what exactly is my beginning looking like what exactly should I expect? You need to have the consciousness because when God created the heavens and the earth, the scripture reminds us of the state of the earth at the beginning. So when frustration and depression wants to kick in, remind the devil that this is not new. This is not new. It's not peculiar to you. It's not, it's not peculiar to you. You have to understand this. There is... There is a reality, there is a truth about the beginning that we must all come to terms with. The beginning is not always the best. The beginning 
going from zero to one can be very difficult can be frustrating can bring depression only if you have not understood that it takes more than just consciousness and skill to turn the beginning into something productive so the question then is how did God address these issues scripture says in verse 2 it says and the spirit of God moved upon the waters I have come to tell you a secret on this earth spirits are important if you trivialize spirits you do it at your expense There is truly spirits that works with men. As a lady, look at yourself. You've realized that you went through the university, you came out, and then you're looking for a job. Everywhere you have gone to, your supposed helpers have, for some reasons, demanded sex from you, demanded things that would make you want to give out your body. And you've not asked yourself, why the first, the second, the third? This cannot be a coincidence, for there truly are spirit that fellowship with men. As a man, only married women are attracted to you. The first, the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth. The consistency should bring to your reality that truly there is a spirit that is behind this reality for truly the spirit controls the physical God that created the heavens he said God is spirit those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth the world that we live in today is a spirit filled world we need to come to this consciousness for there are spirits that dwell in this cosmos and every man that will navigate through the beginning and change zero to one and make something new out of nothing that man must understand spirit realities my purpose here is to introduce you to a spirit there is a spirit called the holy spirit every spirit when the spirit comes into your life what they help you do is to help you they, they, they strategize your life they prescribe solutions in your spirit that's why you see some people when they behave in some certain ways you wonder why they behave in such a way it is because there are spirits that can make men think in some certain ways and in the beginning the scripture says and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the deep the spirit of God entered the situation the spirit that works with God is called the Holy Spirit and that spirit is available for us to also have as well this same spirit when he entered into the steep and then he examined and he prescribed a solution and the solution is what then happened in the next verse the scripture says and God says let there be light how the scripture then tells us and God saw that light was good because the spirit prescribed the solution that says light every man every spirit that works inside of you will always prescribe solution to every situation that is why many times you try to navigate a situation and you realize that the end of that situation is bad the scripture says and god saw the light was good the spirit that works with you will determine the result of what you are doing if you work with a negative spirit you will realize that the end of everything you do would always be negative this is exactly what men do not understand this is why when men navigate the beginning of their lives they enter situations and then they take decisions that bring them pains and frustration and even depression 
confusion is because men have not understood the systems of spirits. For truly there are spirits that works with men. And when a man have not understood the spirit that are working in their life, it will be difficult for the man to understand where to go and seek solution from. But because you are here today, I bring to you a good news. There is a spirit that can destroy all spirits. It is the spirit of the living God. What exactly has been prescribed to the solutions that you have been facing in your life? Haven't you seen that every solution that keeps coming keeps ending you in shame and continual disgrace? It is because the spirit that are at work in you are not working for your advantage. There is a spirit that you can introduce into your life. It is called the spirit of the most high God. It is called the Holy Spirit. The scripture says that the Holy Spirit and it will guide you. He is the comforter. He will guide you into all truth. You want to navigate the beginning, the beginning that is full of darkness. Let me tell you a secret. Walk in a dark room, even with a very good eye, you will still stumble. Because despite the fact that the eye can, can be very excellent, can be very proficient, but without light, there is a chance that you will still fall, that you still stumble, that you still injure or hit your head against something that you shouldn't. Skill is like the eye. You can be so talented, have all the skills you need to navigate through the difficulties in life. But without light, light is the Holy Spirit. Light is the spirit that God makes and breathes upon you, that gives you direction. Light, light. That was what God introduced at the beginning. For you, light could be just someone that will say something to you that you say, this will be your life-changing moment. For someone, light would actually be someone that will walk into your life and then hold your life for the rest of your destiny. Ah, light to everyone can mean different things. But one thing that every man must have as a unifying thing is the Spirit of God. So you will know the light that you need to prescribe to the situation that is, that is currently facing you right now. There is truly light. That can come upon a man but the light will come on the strength of the spirits that fellowship with that man as i wrap up we all need to do a retrospect of our lives ask yourself the question what spirits have been working and prescribing solutions to me what spirit has been working in my life when i look at my life over the past 10 years 15, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. Can I truly look at it and say, truly my life has been good? Look at everything that has been around you. What spirit do you think has been fellowship with you? A man that realizes spirit does at his own expense. I'll end with a scripture Job chapter 32 verse 8, it says, But there is a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth him understanding. There is a spirit in man, but that spirit that I introduced to you today is called the Holy Spirit. If you can, ask God to open your eyes. And if you do not know how, I will leave my contact. I can join you. As we pray for the grace of the Holy Spirit, I pray your life will not be the same again in the name of Jesus. Welcome to a new beginning. God bless you.